0: My culture,
1: everyone. Pop my, culture, pop my culture, everyone. It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton.
2: I'm Vanessa Ragland. And we have a great guest today. Go. You can say it
1: now. No, I was going to say, I'm Michael Hitchcock.
3: I'm here too.
2: Yeah. We weren't going to forget about it. We usually <laughs> wait until like the 45th minute to to Fair acknowledge enough. your presence. <laughs> That's, I
3: just want to sit back and, and, and enjoy. So
2: Just have some pretzels. Yeah. Relax.
3: They got me pretzels and trail mix.
2: Yeah. Well, speaking of <laughs> trail mix... The oh new boy. cast of Celebrity Remake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you were having some issues this morning. <laughs> um, usually yeah, I handle the transitional yeah. stuff. I thought happens. I'd
2: start it off.
1: <laughs> it was really smooth, was, whatever you're trying to get to. I'm not sure what it is. Oh, it's gosh. pretty great. Uh, <laughs>
2: the new Nicole, cast of Celebrity
1: Rehab has been announced. Ooh, That's fantastic. what I was trying
2: to say. Yeah, Um I'm excited.
1: I love Celebrity Rehab. I think they put this cast, I think they need to put the word celebrity with quotes around it. (laughs) Really? (laughs) A little bit. I haven't heard who they are yet. All right, well, here's who they are Uh, Jason Waller from The Hills. Fair enough. Mm Janice Dickinson from America's Next Top Model. Good. Jeremy London, the oh, yeah. crazy Ooh. London That's twin. bad stuff yeah. happened
2: recently. He had
1: a little party at 7-Eleven. <laughs> he <back>. sure yeah. <laughs> did. Yeah. Whoa. Now, it wasn't a party he wanted to go no, to. No, he was kidding. He was forced. <laughs> he was forced, supposedly. Yes. Wait, but what is... With his children, right?
2: Or was it just with his fiance or or baby mama? I think the kids I- were
3: in the car, too, or, or they found them later. I don't know.
2: He was forced to do methamphetamines, right? And, um... Take him for a crazy trip, a crazy road trip that yeah. ended up stopping at a few 7-Elevens. And I, what has shaken out? Has any?
3: Has uh, that anyone party come of forward? five cast? You just can't. Yeah, that, same Whoa. thing. I saw Jennifer Love Hewitt doing crack at my Seven <laughs> Eleven just the other day.
2: Lucky sighting! Wow, <laughs> she's not going to be on the show though. She didn't oh, yeah. make the cut.
3: I'm I'm kidding, Love.
2: Oh, I, I you just love know the it. idea that like, people, people who, that know her call her love. I've heard it. her say that in uh, mm. interviews.
1: I just love the <laughs> idea that people that have meth are just like, no, here, take it. Like
2: yeah. <laughs> The typical meth <laughs> addict. It's methatic. cheap and
1: readily available. <laughs> right. let, me, let me force it on you, because yeah. I really want to hang out with one of the Londons. <laughs> so, um, one all right. of the? Is, does he have? Yeah, Jason.
3: Yeah, there's other Londons.
1: Jason London was in Days and Confused. But is this Jason London? No, this is Jeremy London. Oh. Oh. Jeremy London was in Marats.
2: Okay. You're
1: getting your London's mixed up. I got
2: it. They look a lot alike, except for the... They're
1: our twins. So (laughs) that would be the indicator.
2: (laughs) Well, that one that's in rehab, he's a little puffier. I guess that's the math.
1: You don't stay the exact twins no matter what no, happens. They're not still dressing up alike anymore. <laughs> yes. That's.
2: Well, are they both going to do the rehab thing? <laughs>
1: they're not both wearing like matching overalls and.
2: <laughs> one piece is riding a two-seater bicycle across yeah. town. Oh, now man. the London boys should think about that though. I'd pay to see that.
3: All right. Next. Well, <laughs> when they tune into this, they'll. Yeah, maybe the oh. one London will come to Celebrity
1: Rehab, and you know they always oh, do that at yeah. the end where they yeah
2: the little have press to tour yeah. We're yeah. ready for you. That's true.
1: Um, all right. So also in the cast, uh, Rachel Uchitel, okay. Tiger
2: Woods is yeah. lady from.
1: Wow, so that's celebrity right there. That's celebrity. Yeah, I'm in. Jeez. Count me in.
2: <laughs> it's gonna be drama. Yeah, you know. That's right.
1: Uh, Leif Garrett. Oh, Leif Garrett, bless you, his heart.
2: Do you know him? No, I don't know oh, him, but he's felt you know, like you did then. They,
3: they they've dragged him out for all the you know, whenever anybody's ODs, <laughs> he has to be interviewed he's about. He's gonna be it. in yep. a little parade. Yeah. Oh.
2: Well, maybe this will turn his life around.
3: That's a good one. Is Jeff
1: Conaway going to make an appearance? Uh, Uh, Not scheduled, but I hope Kenneke shows up and (laughs) (laughs) throws some things around. Uh, Also, Jason Davis, who's in Oil Air.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm.
1: Um, And Frankie Lon's, Keisha Cole's mom.
2: I saw pictures of her on the internet, and she has a diamond grill.
1: She does? On her
2: face, like in her teeth, not like to put a hot dog on. Are you guys jealous?
1: I'm yeah. pretty jealous. You yeah,
2: sounds stupefied. I
1: now want some hardware for my mouth soon.
2: Are there a lot of um, like really great turnarounds after Celebrity Rehab?
3: Well, they. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Rodney King supposedly really turned around after. his Oh my rehab.
2: gosh, I forgot that Rodney yeah, King was, he was on. on it. Yeah. That just sounds so made up, doesn't it?
3: It does, but he kind of turned out good.
2: Wow. Good for yeah. Rodney King,
1: I can't think of any other ones. <laughs> that's
2: think, a sad success I think story. Not it's gotta so be well. weird trying to
1: cast that thing. You know what I mean? Like, like Just guys, no, We, the gossip we sites. Got, Rodney King's agreed to do the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, how about Heidi Fleiss and Tom Sizemore last season? Oh, where
0: yeah. Uh,
3: you know, you have somebody who allegedly hit you in the face in there with you, and meanwhile she's living in the desert with her parrots. I mean, that's a that's a crazy little show. It that's is pretty crazy. Nuts. Yeah.
2: So your favorite? Would and you mild, say and, you and like? Highly trash entertaining show. The
3: best? Do I like what? Like trash TV? I I, I kind of am drawn to trash TV. There's so much good quality television on. It's like the golden age of television again. And I say, why do you need to watch quality television?
2: (laughs) And I say, turn (laughs) that off. VH1's (laughs) running a marathon right now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You have, yeah. Tool Academy on VH1 and, you know, True Beauty and Celebrity Rehab and Silver House and Judge Judy. There's no time for True Blood or Bad Men. Judge
2: Judy? $45 $45 million a year.
1: Good for her. Just wow. read it on the internet. That's crazy. For basically just saying you crumbum. Yeah, on over every and day. over. Angry,
2: yeah. angry. <laughs>
1: it's just, it's she pretty much like when I watch the show, it seems like she's just late for something all the time. So <laughs> You guys are wasting my time. Come on, yeah. get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: She has that nice lace collar that I think that's where most of the income is going.
1: It probably is. And then
3: if you get bored on that show, the best thing is to watch the extras because there's always one that's nodding too much because
1: you know that <laughs> they want to get noticed. They're
2: like, oh yeah, put me yeah. on. Ooh, but I agree. It's
1: really fun to watch the extras. Oh. It's, that's, that's just a given. In general, watching extras yeah. is one of my favorite things to do. It is. It's Especially fun. like in a party scene, like a college party scene, the extras in the background of that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's always the big nodder. The big yeah. nodders. Yeah. There's always the, like, throw your head back laughing because whatever they're saying is hilarious. But I did that. The very first thing I ever did, I grew up in
3: the Chicago suburbs, mm-hmm. and for some reason some commercial was going to shoot there. And we got we all got paid a dollar. And it was a crowd scene where we were marching down the street, and I got to wear a sailor uniform for some Whoa. weird reason.
2: Nice.
0: And I
3: remember I just, I just plowed through that crowd so I'd be noticed. And I'm sure I got cut out because I was the obnoxious one that, Who's like, that was going sailor? way too fast. That sailor wants to get back to the ship.
1: Yeah, I started, When I started doing stuff, I initially did extra work when I lived up in San Francisco. I did Party Five because I shot exteriors up there, Whoa. Um, even though it did not take place in San Francisco, really. Yeah. Um, Wait, what? I mean, the show supposedly took place in SF, but they shot everything in LA, except for two weeks they would come up and shoot the exteriors. Um, so that's when I first met Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> nice. Love. She's very nice. very nice, but there's a couple of people that like lived to do the extra work, like they're professional extras. yeah, yeah. and they weren't even in the union, so at the time, like this was like five dollars an hour, like the worst money. And then Red Vines pretty much all day long, (laughs) and they they would literally be like, "Yeah, I was on this movie for like three weeks." The key was to not get seen by the camera because when you get seen too much, they don't bring you back. Then they like wrap you. So I I would try to make sure that I was like out of camera. Yeah, like, they, they wanted to be on set, but they didn't want to get... They didn't
2: want it to end.
1: They didn't want it to end. They wanted to make sure they got as many days as possible on it. And I was like, but you don't want to, like, you know, potentially get a line and get an upgrade or whatever. Have you guys
2: seen Extras, that Ricky Gervais show? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah it's great. So
2: cringy, right?
3: Yeah. I did Whoa. extra work when I first moved out here. I, did, I was on Young and the Restless. Whoa. And this lady, we sat at, a, it was supposed to be a ski lodge, and she wouldn't talk to me. I mean, she wouldn't talk to me at all until the cameras rolled. <laughs> which makes no sense because that's when you're not supposed yeah. to talk, right? And she had this whole thing like, would you have to? done skiing let's go back to my thing and have a and she said <laughs> And I thought, I'm thought i stuck with a crazy lady who's talking and gonna get me in trouble
2: <laughs> and acting like
3: yeah the, you oh have no yeah we before. had this whole backstory going on. <laughs> oh no and she's only and the she's jacuz. whispering it and I thought oh she's
2: crazy <laughs> crazy hot yeah, yeah crazy I want to get in the jacuzzi
1: with somebody yeah. yeah when I did the the party of five thing it was like a 14-hour day it was like eternal and it was supposed to be the summer beach party there is no summer in San Francisco it's freezing all <laughs> All the time. <laughs> and it was down on Chrissy Field, like by the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. And we got to, the, it was like a bonfire. Did you have to scene. wear a bikini? N- no, but I had to wear like shorts and a t-shirt. And it's it like, freezing. like freezing cold outside. And oh. then like there's people that are right next to the fire that were probably pretty warm. And then yeah. there was most of the extras that were just kind of the surrounding priff, which I was put in. I was <laughs> going like, this isn't worth it. This is I'm not going like to get It's like Survivor seen. For It's freezing. Extras. It's terrible. Aww. Yeah.
2: Did you make the cut?
1: And uh, that scene, not so much. But there is one Ooh. scene where I do like. I the start of the scene was like me and this other extra walking right in front of Scott Wolf and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Nailed so it. kind of wow. pushed it. So, but my relatives at the time in Michigan like saw it and then like freeze framed it and like printed out three different stills of me crossing <laughs> across. So I have like these three stills of me crossing in front of Scott Wolf and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Good for you.
2: Congrats, making oh, the family it back home proud.
1: It's a big moment.
2: I wish you had a sailor picture of
1: yourself. Oh, me too. <laughs> we could
2: reenact it if you want. I've got a sailor suit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I probably have one. You somewhere. just
2: hoof it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I did groundlings for so many years. I have. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't been done groundlings for years and years. And groundlings is a comedy theater here in L.A. And um, you do a lot of sketches, and you have to buy the costumes. They don't. You know, they have some upstairs in the yeah. attic, but most of it you go buy. And after you've bought all that stuff, I mean, I haven't done it for 10, 15 years. I've got two huge boxes full of just junk. I'm thinking, maybe I'll use it again. Oh, you never know. Case. I'm going to need the cop <laughs> uniform or right, part of Siegfried and Roy. It may, I may need it <laughs> again. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. So.
2: Was Groundlings the way that you hooked up with people that. Like, started you doing the Chris Guest stuff? Uh, right? Yeah,
3: actually, I was doing, um, there was an all-improv show on Thursday nights there that mm-hmm. he came to. Oh, wow. And that's how I got into Waiting for Government. Really? Yeah. Tell so me So I more. had no idea he was in the audience, and which is great, because I don't even like to know right. my friends are in the audience, yeah. because I get yeah. scared. Yeah. And, yeah, he saw me and uh, wanted to. The way he does things is he usually goes to various places in town or New York, what have you, and then you get interviewed by him. You don't really audition audition. You sit down and you, you talk with him. And he's mm. a very quiet guy, so I wasn't even really sure how well it went, you know. Yeah. And for Waiting for Government it was about it's about a small town community theater in Iowa. And I did small town community theater back in Illinois, so we talked a lot about that. Yeah. And then, you know, that's sort of how it all started. It's
2: oh, kind man. of interesting. Such that movie was definitely and is definitely one of my favorite movies ever, and the most quotable yeah. Whenever I get excited, I just want to scream "Quirky." <laughs> oh, <me too. laughs> still to this day. To
1: this day, I want to do it. Yeah, I saw it. Th- I think three times in the theater when it came out. Like I was really? obsessed with it because they're just they they weren't really doing those mockumentaries that much at that point. Like you yeah. know, just t- t- Tap back in like '84 or whatever. But like just really nothing up until that point again, and then it just kind of set it off and then like Drop Dead Gorgeous came out and a bunch of other stuff too like now it's just like it's become its own genre fully like people do it all the time
2: and And
0: even
3: The Office but that's not improvised so it's so funny to see how they've taken Taken what was improvised and used the form anyway yeah it's It's really interesting yeah no it's fun it was fun to do the weird thing about those movies is seeing them later and not even remembering that you said that that's what's weird because it's all improvised and you do it several times and you know that's what I think is really fun about watching them later
2: and you end up with so much film I'm sure like just yeah
3: oh yeah he shoots Christopher shoots his things like a documentary so they're they're massively long when he's done with them and then he edits 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 and then he brings in his friends all his comedy friends like you know Billy Crystal and Steve Martin and you know Martin Short and they all sit in a room and they give him notes that's how he you know how he kind of fine tunes them which is cool
2: that would be like, an exciting. Yeah, like thing cool comedy
3: minds. Just, yeah, like, you know? brainstorming.
2: Yeah. And is it, a, are you basically staying in character the whole time?
3: Yeah. Yeah, you don't, yeah, it's not something where people are like, ho, ho, that was great, and yeah. everyone's laughing and hooting, and <laughs> yeah. that almost never happens. Yeah? Yeah. Ooh. So, yeah. The only time i laughed, to laugh, I think when we were doing A Mighty Wind, and Bob Balaban and I were doing a scene, and I slapped him on the head, and... <laughs> <laughs> And he started to laugh, <laughs> and the crew started to laugh, and then I guess I did. but you
2: had permission. No. Yeah, that yeah. was.
3: And they ended up using it. I didn't think they'd ever use that take, and oh, they did. Oh,
2: it's so funny. But. Yeah.
3: But that was sort of because I had nothing more to say to him. I didn't know.
1: So I just. You know, is in that what you do? <laughs> yeah.
2: That's I'm what I do. I have a slap bit of him one. on the head. You might get a
1: good slap a little later, Vanessa.
0: Don't, don't I'm hoping yourself. for <laughs> that, like,
1: Sometimes when you do improv movie projects, because like, it's really like super popular now. It's like mm. you just keep waiting for a cut, and sometimes it just never comes. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to have to keep inventing and keep inventing and keep inventing. I think we've cycled through what we're supposed to, and now let's just see where it goes. But that's kind of when the cool stuff happens, too. It and, really is, Yeah. When you kind of go through the wall and you keep going, I think sometimes you get some really cool stuff. Especially with, like, digital tape being yeah. so inexpensive that right. you can yeah. just shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot and who cares? You yeah. know, It's not, not, not like you're going through this expensive film or these tapes that are going to run out really yeah. fast. And yeah,
3: I'd rather have that happen than in situations where, you you know, they take forever to light it and all this other stuff. And then you go and you do your thing once and they go, okay, great, moving on. You're like,
1: come on, we'll give yeah, the actors a chance. Yeah,
2: let me try to work. Yeah,
1: yeah that was, I did time. this. <laughs> this is really terrible. I did this movie. Uh, like 10 years ago. It was a, a, a modern adaptation of Turn of the Screw, yet again. Mm. But it was up Can't in the be, Bay yeah. Area, and it was uh, a basically a star vehicle for Elaine Corral Kendall, who was an anchor, Channel 2 news anchor. Wow. And she'd she'd done a lot waiting of, for
2: that for a Well, moment. she'd done a lot of movie roles
1: as a news anchor. Like, whenever <laughs> okay. they would cut to a television, she would be on there, like, you know, whatever, that kind of thing. So she helped fund it, and this guy that they hired to direct it was this kind of hacky guy that had made a couple straight-to-video things that never really got a release or whatever. He was an apprentice under John Houston in the 60s, like, that kind of thing but it we shot for a week oh in the audition they came to my apartment it was the friday before they oh they started shooting and my agent had like submitted me or whatever and then they came to my apartment they were desperate to cast this role because i played miles who's supposed to be like eight and i was like 20 so they decided (laughs) to be a teenager um and he just comes, comes into my apartment and just looks He goes, well, you look the park. Can you show me some tape? And I just put on the thing I'd done on Nash Bridges. And then he's like, great, you got it. And I was like, you don't want me to wow. read? Like, seriously, you don't want me to read? Not, Nope. We shoot on Monday, blah, blah, blah. And they shot were in your apartment? Yeah. It was the weirdest thing ever. We shot for a week. And I had like 80 pages of dialogue. And most the whole thing was shot in a week. And most stuff mm-hmm. was like one mm-hmm. take. Two takes, maybe he would start to lose the light and he would cheat by just shooting up all the time. <laughs> so there's all these like really, really good weird low angles that are just like with the sky <laughs> in the background or whatever. And he shot mostly during the day, and it's a ghost story, so it's like, oh, uh, lit. And yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> have you seen it? Oh, yeah, animals. it's
1: terrible. They had like a premiere, like at this theater up in the east bay they rented a screen up from a week channel think, two came out played. for sure we did the limo on the red carpet thing for like nobody it was the saddest thing and then my you know my family's there and my friends and stuff like that too and they're cracking up because the thing is so campy it's not meant to be and it's so terrible and the, my favorite thing in it i think is we're going for this walk and we walk by uh what's supposed to be the the mortuary where they like they took like one of the victims of a plane crash or something like that and it just cuts across the establishment of this building. And they just put this really crappy placard on it that just said morgue. Nice. Oh. Like, not Mendocino County, you know, whatever. <laughs> just Nothing. morgue. Just enough to get like the generic. idea oh, out there. there's the morgue. Mm-hmm. Well, this feels store. like...
2: I do. I have a transition, guys. A smooth one.
1: Oh, wow. This feels like Ray a feels. great
2: transition into bad movie talk, APA. Oh, boy. I hear somebody has a soft spot for Troll 2.
3: I love Troll 2. I'm, I'm going through a phase where I'm watching all the, like, really good bad movies. Yeah. And I was behind the times on Troll 2, which, you know, everyone was talking about last year. But
2: I haven't seen I'm it. I'm old
3: and stupid, so I find out, you know, a little bit later than the kids.
2: The kids. Or like The, the Room,
3: kids. Room with Tommy Swaisao. I've watched that thing now, I think, ten times. Oh, my gosh. The Troll 2 is fantastic.
2: I was watching clips of it this morning, yeah. and it is insane. And have you seen the documentary about it?
3: No, I want to. It hasn't. It's called Best, Best worst, worst Movie. movie. And it, yeah. I don't think it's come to L.A. yet.
2: I don't think so either. Um, yeah. Well, it's, I don't it's know if you can find festivals. it online, but it looks so... Yeah. Funny. Well,
3: apparently, Troll was a hit back in the '80s. I mean, right. you know, pretty big hit. Yeah. And then when they they didn't have really a, a follow up, so they basically bought a movie called Goblins. So, it, oh. so and, and just renamed it Troll Two. So it has nothing to do with trolls. Yeah, it has to do with all. goblins that <laughs> live, live in Nilbog, which yeah. is the back, <laughs> just goblin backwards. goblin backwards. <laughs> and and a, they wear
2: uh, oh, burlap yeah. sacks.
3: And they wore like yeah, like burlap sacks and these really cruddy goblin masks.
2: Oh my gosh.
3: Oh, it's so fun. And have it's you full been of to like 1980s.
2: Like the live I saw that they have these live I've
3: been to the live one. I want to go really yeah. bad
2: cuz I've heard
3: that they all show up. Yeah. And the room, which, if I met any of those
1: people, would be more exciting than meeting like Al Pacino. <laughs> I, I really want to meet him. <laughs> well, he's going to be at, at Comic-Con um, with his new movie. I don't know if you've heard Wait, about Al his new
2: Pacino movie. Al Pacino? The- no, Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, it's called The House That Drips Blood on Alex mm. is the name of it. The so- House That Drips Blood on Alex? <laughs> on Alex, wow. yeah. Oh,
2: or Alex. That's
1: the name of Wait, it. Wait, so
2: the house is like <laughs> hovering above Alex?
3: I guess everywhere him? Alex goes this House is <laughs> dripping Blood on him. That's good. Man. Maybe they'll ben have man. it more than just a room this time. <laughs> the room had like two rooms, and then a lot of stock shots of San Francisco. But the and house a, and is a definitely a And the step rooftop. Up. Oh, hi, Mark. The, yeah. Oh, hi, Mark. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, oh hi,
1: Mark. It's so fantastic. <laughs>
3: It's so fantastic.
1: It's one of the most popular. That and Troll 2 are both two of the most popular riff tracks. I don't know if you know yeah. Rift tracks. It's the yeah. MST guys that do it online, and, like, people freak out over it. It's weird because they're so campy on their own, like, it's kind of hard to make fun of them in a way that they it isn't already doing itself. Yeah. But, yeah.
3: but you can go and see, like, Burt and Ernie doing, on YouTube, like, Burt and Ernie doing parts of The Room. Oh, right. my gosh. That's um, fun. Or mashups of every time they say, oh, hi. Because in this the movie, if you haven't seen it, like, they – Every time, I mean, the guy, the guy wrote it, produced it, directed it, stars in it, and he, you know, I'm not sure if he ever took a screenwriting course. But, okay. but if he did, someone accidentally told him to have everyone enter and just go "oh hi," whatever. <laughs> and usually, they also say goodbye too. They they stick around for a little while, then they leave. Goodbye. So there's no no reason to just cut. They decide <laughs> they're gonna leave too
2: that's a good rule of screenwriting though. yeah oh hi oh hi
1: lisa and that's like where that whole oh hi thing came from yeah now it's like all, all over the internet like oh and they put,
2: spell it the h-a-i oh, yeah h-a-i mm-hmm. oh hi that's yeah, so
3: fantastic oh it's so great and the huge pieces of news that never get paid off like the mom <laughs> who's has breast cancer and she comes and says, it's official i've got breast cancer <laughs> and then you never hear about it again and you know a guy with who's getting a gun held to his head because of a bad drug deal and then that's the end of that story after that (laughs) scene we don't need to figure that out don't need to have any more of that and sex scenes we already
2: got the drama and
3: fantastic sex scenes that go on literally for the length of whatever song is playing so they're like two and a half minutes long (laughs) and really boring
2: (laughs) not passionate enough
1: look we
3: paid for the song we're going to play (laughs) the whole thing we're going
1: to play the whole thing oh hi sex scene
3: (laughs) and this one sex scene looks like it's exactly the same footage from the first sex scene they just used it twice
2: (laughs) Oh, so, just insert. They don't it's use their so imagination. <laughs> have put, you guys um, seen the peanut butter tongue. solution?
1: Oh, no. When I was a kid, yeah. Oh. You have? Yeah, but I barely remember it. Oh, really look real.
2: it up. It is so good. Um, it's a kids' movie from the early '80s, nice. and it it's Canadian. And the basic idea is there's a haunted house, and if you get scared too badly, all of your hair will fall out. Harem scarem, wow. and then. There's a potion of peanut butter you can put on your head that ghosts tell you that will make your hair grow back. But this one little boy, he puts way too much peanut butter on his head and he leaves it on too long and his hair won't stop growing. And so his evil art teacher starts figuring all of this out, that this can happen, oh, and no. he enslaves little children and, and puts them in pink karate suits and makes them grow their hair, and he uses their hair as magical paintbrushes.
1: All right, Vanessa? Well, he should just sell them for, like, wigs. For, yeah. you know,
2: nope. No. Can,
1: can you... Um, all right, I want us to really quickly do a little thing. I want us okay. to both be studio heads, and I want you to pitch that movie. Yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. So do you guys like peanut butter? I
1: love peanut love butter. Yeah, love <laughs> it. Big, big fan of the peanut butter. Do you like 3D? I can't get enough of it. Okay, well, I haven't think. worked
2: out the 3D angle, but basically... Just imagine a crazy, wacky ride with so much hair.
1: Uh, can you involve paintbrushes?
2: Yeah. Oh, oh! wait until you hear about this. Uh,
1: we've got a, a warehouse full of karate geese. Can we use those for anything? But yeah. they, they they they're pink. pink. Oh, they're We accidentally put them in the washer with a We're
2: going to make sweater. some money. And Celine Dion, in real life, sings the theme song. It's before she was famous, mm. and it's um, a very moody sort of a song.
1: Oh, well, that's a deal breaker.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh, we're still in the pitch meeting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, didn't, so I didn't
1: hear cut. So it's just, just going to keep, you know... We were just going to keep going and going. <laughs> Just
2: go, go. What about Sleepaway Camp? Have you guys seen those movies?
1: Yes. Oh,
2: really good bad, Scary, right? Yeah. yeah. Sleepaway Camp
1: 2 was like Jenny's, my wife's favorite movie. Which really? She loves it. Angelo,
3: on the first one, that she ends up
1: being a, yeah, uh, boy.
2: a boy. A boy that had yeah. a bad beginning. Yeah. And then they forget that for the second one. Like, that doesn't really come up. That's another one of those, like, a lot of unanswered <laughs> questions. Like, why is she coming back to camp? And she just... Is so mean. She just kills people. Yeah.
3: That's
2: what Well, the first one, there's
3: also, you can tell that they probably overshot their budget because there's like a 20 minute softball game <laughs> in, in the middle of the movie that just keeps going and going. And it's,
1: you know, like, okay, well, we like softball. And someone likes softball and a lot of it. We, well, the we take the company's yeah.
2: softball game. Uh, we can slide <laughs> that in. But
1: it keeps you on the edge of your seat because you're not quite sure how many outs there are. Right. Yeah, you know, I'm like, oh,
2: <laughs> what's going to happen? Will be an
1: RBI? Right, you know. right. <laughs> did funny. you guys ever see a movie uh house two the second story from the no. 80s no the first house had was like pretty decent had uh, william katt and george wyatt and a bunch of other people in yeah, it house they. two is kind of a slap together sequel and a pg-13 sequel the originals Ooh. are and it's like the most disjointed weird movie ever it's uh it's ari gross is the main guy in it oh, uh, yeah. and bill mars is his buddy um and uh amy is Eisbeck. it a scary movie no it's well it's it's so weirdly Looney Tunes ish, and like it just gets weirder and weirder. It's like they, there's like some weird skull that can bring the dead back to life. So their grand, their grandpa was like this old wily prospector who farts a lot. Comes back <laughs> from the dead to their house and stuff like that. And then it's just gets weird and weirder. They end up going through this little time portal that John Ratzenberger opens for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go back in time and a pterodactyl, they get a baby pterodactyl what? and like a weird worm do- green dog, half worm, half dog thing. I feel but like we've wow. got a
2: movie night coming it's on. It's the weirdest. Yeah. <laughs> it just gets, and like
1: the introduced characters early on that just then just disappear. Like, why did you bother bringing in love interest who then yeah. just disappear for the second half of the movie? It's just weird.
2: It's just weird good.
1: And I remember loving it when I was a kid and then I, I watched it recently with some friends and they're just like struggling to get through. I was like, "Yeah, this does not hold up." Never At mind. All. Oh, I wrote a huge bomb called House Arrest where
3: with Jamie Lee Curtis starred in it. And Whoa. it was that's Right, Kevin Pollak is in it too. Kevin right? Pollak, yeah, a lot of people Jennifer Love. Love is in was it. In Love. Right. That's how I know her. That's right. Jenny Jennifer Tilly. I mean, it had Whoa. a good cast. Uh, Wally Shawn but boy, whew, it turned out bad. <laughs> and my my mom was like, she said, "I found someone who liked your movie." Oh. <laughs> it's, it's a, and then she went on to explain that it was an adult man who had Down syndrome who lived down the block. Oh, no, <laughs> no. She, she thought I would be happy to hear this news.
2: She's been looking. And that we found our audience. <laughs> Well it's always good to find your Ah, name It
3: really is It's always (laughs) so fantastic To finally find out who likes house arrest (laughs) Apparently it's adult men with down
1: syndrome
2: <laughs> it's a small group but very enthusiastic <laughs> but they have
1: conventions they show house arrest it's a big thing there's a documentary really coming is. out about it's it. it fantastic
2: <laughs> oh my gosh
1: but you also wrote um will smith's big First screen movie. appearance yeah. yeah where the day where it takes see you. See you yes which was oh, I
2: didn't know a big that. drama willis yeah
1: Baltasar yeah. getty was in it too i remember that oh, uh, people yeah. were in it yeah. yeah really good cast really good cast it, it was a pretty good little
3: movie it was about kids. Yeah. And now I'm doing comedy, which makes no sense because it was about street kids living in LA. And, uh, I taught when I went to UCLA, I went to UCLA film school for grad work. I taught kids in prison, you know, like reading and, and math. And I, so I kind of got into, you know, learning about troubled kids and all yeah. that stuff. And that's how right. I ended up writing that. And, um, yeah, it had a good cast.
2: Were you, did you start out wanting to do like not comedy? This is blow my
3: mind. I did both. I mean, yeah. I I, I like I still like to do both. I like yeah. I, I get bored doing one thing a lot. Um, and honestly, comedy's harder to write than um, drama in many
2: ways. Yeah, definitely.
3: I, it just is. I mean, take a look at
2: House <laughs> <laughs>
3: Not so good. Um, where drama, I think they give you a couple of passes at least
1: with some of that. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was Wilson's first movie. It did pretty well in the festival circuit, if yeah, I recall. It did. And it had a pretty good video life, because I worked at video yeah. store for years and years, and it was constantly Yeah, it still does. It's churning, like, you know? yeah.
3: it still keeps coming out. So it's got, yeah,
1: it's big old. In that day of that
3: era, of the 90s era, it had like, I don't know, a lot of people. Larflynn Boyle, and he, it was one of those, it was an independent film. So, you know, she was going out with Kyle McLaughlin, so he ended up in it, and it's all that sort of oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? just- Ricky Lake he before a talk show. That's right, or,
2: yeah. you know. Yeah. Whoa.
3: Like all sorts of people.
2: Hi. Yeah. Well, one thing that you're doing now that I really like, uh, you're doing a lot of things right now. Yeah. And speaking of the golden age of television, you're getting to be on some of the, like the most fun stuff right now. Yeah. Uh, you've been on Party Down, party United Down. States of Terror. You're doing awesome stuff with, okay. and I love that show. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Men of a Certain Age, Glee. Which we did together. Yeah. We were That's how i here I was here a today. drunk lady on that show.
3: I was high in the back.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's not to like? No,
3: what's not to like is Scott Bakula's doing an auction. Oh, you were drunk, yeah. I was high, and we <laughs>
2: kept interrupting. It was a party. Yeah. That was the nicest set, the most friendly group of people.
3: It's such a, It's such good writing. It's yeah. really, really well done, I think. It really is. You've probably have never seen it, but you know, I love really the good. cast, though, but I have yet to see it. That's great. Andre Bauer's you got it. just. Andre fantastic. Yeah, he got oh, he's an so nomination. good. so good. Yeah. He's great. They're all great. I, mean, I hope
2: it comes on at a more convenient time for everybody, because well, it, it comes, is no. so good. Well, right
3: now, she well, said just that... Well, been scooched yes, around a bit. They scooched it around yeah. right now, but yeah, it's coming back for a second season. Yeah. And Tara's coming back for its third season. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun.
2: Good stuff. Yeah. Now, we you get to hang
3: around like Diablo Cody is a good day. Right? Yeah, okay. No yeah. um, she's cool.
2: Oh my gosh. It was cool that you just said that. Like, the way you could say it. Just hung out yeah. with Diablo. Yeah, hung out with Diablo today. <laughs> Ooh. Thank
3: God. I don't think she ever saw House Arrestor. I would not <laughs> on that set.
2: Can you yeah. get, like, things taken off or hidden? Just in general, off the internet? No. Okay.
3: Are you kidding me? (laughs) Mm, I tell you, I had the worst experience. I'll tell you this, and I don't even know why I'm telling you this, but because we're all good friends now.
2: But don't ever look yourself
3: up on Google when you're having a really crappy week.
2: Oh, no. Because I had
3: a week where I was doing nothing, and I decided, I'm going to Google my name, because I'll feel better. (laughs) Well, apparently, I found out that I'm an old, not hot lesbian face. (laughs) Which is probably true, but I don't want to read about it on Google.
2: What and now, a weird thing I know. to say. And then you're like,
3: well, then you think, what is a lesbian face? I'm not even quite sure what it means. But I don't think it's a compliment.
2: I feel like that means you're fresh-faced and athletic. Oops, there you
3: go. I, well, that would be great. And have great. a
2: can-do attitude. I don't know.
3: I don't think that's what they meant. But yeah,
1: that did not make my the week. The
2: internet's a horrible hole to fall down to. No, the thing it is. Really horrible. Is.
1: Which it's keeping perspective with it is, is if people are saying crap about you, then you've made it to a certain point oh it's been that's what, you know I, know what I told I mean? myself <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> so i wouldn't jump off I have
2: arrived. Me and my lesbian. Oh, for some I reason have the, second you some arrived. Source, <laughs> <laughs> the second you achieve some
1: the second you achieve some sort of success people some people feel like they have to take you down a notch like yeah. they just have to do that well that guy did whoever it was
2: did you look at no, it's up? anonymous
1: you can't do anything oh. that's so what that's the problem with the internet
2: <laughs> you can't fight well, back you can't uh, fight back
1: Josh Molina did this thing on Twitter last week that was brilliantly funny and like he just it, it got out of control. What he did was he did this Twitter that tweet that said, um, "Clearly, this is the the most horrible person on Facebook," and a link. And when you clicked on the link, it just goes into the login page on Facebook. So then Mm. you log in thinking like, oh, I have to log in to see what this link is. And it just goes to your page. So all these people thought he was singling them out as the most horrible person on Facebook. And really all he did was log into the home login page. That's cool. So people got mad at him. People got pissed. And were writing all these like, you know. Who
2: would possibly think that he had like taken the time to. to, to leaf through A Facebook. lot of people.
1: A lot of dumb people. <laughs> and this one guy was like totally like all, all in his case and he was just like, you know, it's it's old, you know, washed up fags like you, that blah, blah, blah this whole thing. So I clicked on this kid's page and his background paper is Justin Bieber. Ooh. And uh, his wow. little like <laughs> one line thing is uh, – his little like little line says like, follow me if you ain't no bitch. And I was <laughs> like <laughs> – Oh, this is clearly one of the most intelligent people on the internet.
2: <laughs> oh, the insult has got a little different. So, like, different. what Molina was
1: doing was just kind of retweeting the stuff that people wrote to him that were, like, yeah. lame and then just putting, like, a little pithy comment in the front of it. So then he just wrote back to him, like, fuck you, like, every time. Like, Wow. Couldn't come back with anything.
2: Sassy.
1: And he was, like, this... I, I'm thinking he's, like, 16, 17, big, fat, white kid with huge glasses. Who's This like, is just
2: what you've imagined?
1: No, his pictures like, his little oh. little pictures there. Like, or maybe him. it's Justin Bieber. It could his be. Name. It could be.
2: Beebs getting a yeah. little yeah. out. He has a lot of pressure on his, his shoulders. Justin Bieber? Mm-hmm.
3: He, someday he's going to be a lesbian face. So I enjoy think... it while you can, <laughs> Justin Bieber. Now he's a young
1: lesbian face. No, he
2: already is. There's a website called Lesbians Who Look Like Justin Bieber. Oh, oh yeah. Look really? at that yeah. hairdo. Yeah. yeah, and so it's a bunch of... The women look really good, though. In my opinion, it's a good haircut. It's, it's a weird, flattering. it's a weird project <laughs> to undertake. <Good> <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> I know. There's a lot of weird,
3: like a lot of weird websites that somebody took a lot of time yeah. to develop,
1: but like and uh, then they built
2: a community. Like that's yeah. the best part. Is yeah. That? yeah. Have you seen weird. cats
1: who look like Hitler? No. Is this website, no. it's <laughs>
2: cats, <laughs> cats, who like cats who
1: look like Hitler. It's all these cats that have natural markings on their fur, or wow. they have like a little black splotch, Swastika? like that looks like the mustache, oh. and then they're Seriously, they're really hilarious. How that's funny. uncanny. Some of them look. <laughs> it's weird. It's really weird.
2: I think you run this website. Paul. I do not run cats who look
1: like Hitler.com. That's great.
2: So much good stuff. There's, this Is Why You're Fat? Have you seen that website?
3: This Is Why You're Fat? Yeah.
1: I need to... Yeah, I, I uploaded something of, to that.
2: Post of pictures. You did? When I you had this uh,
1: this macaroni and cheese thing in New York... That was, like, this just gigantic bowl of mac and cheese with crumbles and bacon on top. Ooh. And, like, it looked good on the menu because, like, with truffle bacon or whatever. like. And then it came out, and I was like, this thing's got to be, like, 75,000 calories. <laughs> and it was oh, gigantic. Delicious. So I took, like, one bite out of it, and I took a photo of it and uploaded it to that because I was like, this is going to be the worst thing for
3: me oh, ever. that's so cool. And remember the Flash Mountain site? I don't even know if they still have it, but it would be, like, if you went to Splash Mountain, you supposedly oh, yeah. flashed your boobies. Yeah. Yeah. That those oh. are the pictures they can't print, but then they all look like they were Photoshopped. But nice, it but was still like wow, that really existed at what one an, point. What
2: but, an idea! Yeah, like some Disney employee
3: <laughs> is getting back at the corporation by posting the, the booby shots that people supposedly did on that.
2: They should those people should have been able to take those home. They should have, it's their boobies you know. and their ride.
3: But I do that when I go to Magic Mountain. I try to, I don't splash my <laughs> boobies. Nobody wants to see that. I
2: got my sailor suit on. I got my <laughs> Splash my boobies.
3: <laughs> no, but I'll, like, give the, you know, like, do a middle finger somewhere and see if they'll, see if the, they'll not catch it, it's you the know. Because <laughs> they usually catch it.
2: Really?
1: Yeah. a little middle it, finger? good, yeah. I've never
2: tried any hijinks on rides. I'm just scared the whole we time. We usually,
1: uh, at, at the end of Space Mountain, we know where the photograph is, so mm-hmm. we always just come up with something that we're going to do. So it's yeah. like, we're pretend that we're asleep. Or we do crazy jazz hands, mm-hmm. or we're yawning, or something like that, and then we just take a photo of the photo out there with our camera phones because we're not oh. paying eighteen dollars for you have that to pay like, yeah, yeah, million dollars for forget whatever. that.
2: It's yeah, worth that's a million dollars to some people. Yeah. Is
1: it really a million dollars? I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, is Dick Rumba coming back? Rumba,
1: Dalton Rumba, Dalton oh, Rumba. Oh, why Unclead? Dick? You call him Dick Rumble. I mean, you need to I look
2: think, at your I, notes more. I mean, <laughs> I so think a that was pretty bit. offensive.
1: He can be a little bit of a dick. <laughs>
2: <And> <laughs> he, he
1: was a little he's bit of a got that lesbian
2: face. I know. <laughs> it's
1: um, a more
2: butch nickname.
1: Yeah. Now, Dalton, Dalton
3: Rumble and Glee will probably be back. At yeah? Time. Ooh, that's yeah. so exciting. It should be fun. He's the half-deaf choir director for um, the Haverbrook School for the Deaf.
2: And he's sassy.
3: He's a little. He's uh, driven. He's driven because he wants his kids to, to be good. I don't blame him. Whoa, no. you're no. on his side. I definitely. You would stop his at side. nothing. No, that was really a cool experience. I got to yeah. be on Glee to, to play this this half-deaf choir record named Rumba. and he, um, the, the 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 kids they used were really deaf kids, and it was it was really um, it was cool to yeah. see, and they were really good, and yeah, it was fun. And but was, the weird thing on something like that is they saying they well, one person kind of spoke the words to Imagine while I'm playing the piano, and then everyone's signing behind him, and then the Glee kids join in. You know, it's a big, teary moment. But in real life, if you think about it, like, how would the deaf kids hear the piano? So right. what they were really doing is they had, like, you know, massive cue cards, and somebody would point to the word in time, and somebody else was clapping ah. their hands to the beat. Oh, ah, okay. Um, so if everyone could stay on,
1: you know, Makes track. In yeah, Mr. Holland's Opus they just, do
2: the flashing lights for the beat. Yeah, you guys, remember that?
1: I do recall Did that because his son's name was Cole. Oh yeah, just like you. Um, yeah, because usually like it's the vibrations they can you know feel like yeah. there's there's the and so you think he danced this year there was a deaf dancer who just felt the vibrations and was like amazingly like musical with the movements. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome.
2: Was that really you playing the piano?
3: Um, no.
2: Was it really singing? Um, no, at the I piano? really I did learn how to
3: play parts of yeah. Imagine, but it sounded it, it sounded like a fourth grader trying to play Imagine, <laughs> and it was embarrassing to have to have them shoot it while I'm like clunk 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 missing missing the notes, and there's not that many notes in the Imagine, you know, sort of like boom 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 boom. And sounds I sounds like you got it half the time, yeah. But um, but the guy who does play the piano for Glee, yeah. he was helping me, you know figured it all out and it was it was nice it that's was so cool but
1: yeah you're playing to a recorded thing
2: right okay it's crazy
1: what a, a big hit that show became like, I know huge. you know you just you wouldn't think on paper that people would like really turn it into it but I guess with the success of things like American Idol and things like that like yeah. it's the idea of just kind of like everyday kids being able to it's like, like fame yeah you know, yeah that kind of thing
3: and I mean it's nice I mean I, lo- I love the overall tone of the show as far as you know Inclusiveness, and, yeah. you know, and, and everything. I think it has a lot of really good messages, and you know, the numbers are
2: good. And, mm-hmm.
3: You know, and I, I, I download half it. of those songs.
2: Oh, right, I do. It's so fun, and uh, take them to the gym if you want to. Yeah. My what Glee you- playlist.
1: Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Yeah, Jane Lynch is fantastic. She's so that. good. So so glad she broke out from that show because she's always been great in everything she yeah, does. She's great. And you'll notice that like they run like she does a lot of commercial work too, or at least mm-hmm. used to. Like mm-hmm. I find that those commercials that she probably shot years ago are like popping up now. <laughs> and I'm but, like hey, <laughs> guess who's back? them out. <laughs> <laughs> she's just playing some mom or housewife or yeah. something, and yeah, they dug them up or something. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you guys have worked together yeah, a lot, quite a
1: bit. Yeah, i so
2: first you got found at Groundlings or yeah. seen there, uh-huh. and then. But then you've been in most of those projects, like very involved. So, how how often are they looking for new people, or like how inc- tight? Do when you can group you get them? in it? Well, I'm ready. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm just I ready. We'll, so
3: we'll send this over to Christopher. like this
2: podcast is that interview part this is you it. talked Here about, it is. You and believe it. you can just describe my physique. Yeah, I. I, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I it, it depends. He's Christopher. As I – right now, they're thinking maybe of doing another one, yeah. but it isn't for sure. So I guess my question was more
2: about your group of people like how how it's, did that stay it stayed very tight it seems like
3: Yeah he's he's very loyal. The yeah. weird thing about the Christopher Guest is that he will besides the actors themselves like it's a lot of the same crew people too which is really nice in an improv situation that you're not doing it for people you do, you know right you don't know very well or they're closed sets, so agents and managers can't stop by and judge you off to the side and you nice. know stand there with you know arms folded in their suits. Mm-hmm.
0: Money, so, money, money. It money.
3: makes it makes it much more creative, yeah. Yeah. Which I really like, but yeah, you, you usually in the past I'd get a call and say you, you or you you want to do another movie or something, and go, mm-hmm. yeah. you go know,
2: yeah, okay, so, yeah, I'll be right there. <laughs> yeah. So I just stumbled like, on your. Um, I want to make sure I get. Don't say Dick again, Stu Osborne. <laughs> The Stu Osborne show. Oh, yeah. I hadn't seen that. And I was watching him on um, them online. It's so funny. That
3: was fun to you do. You and
2: Fred Willard, and I don't know what like what brought that on.
3: That was sort of an like a, a commercial for a, a product for Microsoft. Really? Yeah, for an office thing. Yeah. It, it was took like on a its weird. Own life. It was a so whole subtle funny. thing that which was fun to do because we didn't really have to talk about the product.
2: Yeah, yet. I didn't notice that that's what it was at all. <laughs> I know. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think it was one of those campaigns that was so clever, no one watched it. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: like,
0: whoa,
3: okay.
2: <laughs>
3: but it was really truly only for people that were buying like this office software. I don't, I mean, and then, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, it's, I,
2: did, I did not know I was watching a commercial at all.
1: Yeah. I was
2: duped. It was fun. Fred I like, did go and buy like five computers this morning. <laughs> huh, weird, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Weird.
1: Fred's like one of the funniest people in the world. So funny. So good, so quick, so sharp. So committed to every character he's ever done. Mm-hmm. And, and such a... I, the funny thing about him, too, is
3: I've got to work with him on other little things. And he memorizes stuff so well. And he's so prepared when he gets on set. And um, just so incredibly professional.
2: That's so nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I get to... We did actually at, at, at my... I run SF Sketch Fest up in San Francisco. And we did a screening of Guffman this past mm-hmm. festival. And Fred talked afterwards. Yeah. And I, cool. I interviewed him on stage for like 45 minutes. And it was... Awesome. Like he ran the interview, really, more than more yeah, than me. Like he mm. kinda of made a bit out of it as I would start to ask a question and he'd be like, But that's another thing and then we just kind of like kept rolling on that and ah, oh, so good, so funny. Really into baseball cards. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really into baseball
2: cards. Just like me.
1: Of course. Me too.
2: Oh gosh. We're just sitting and on all, stacks yeah. of them right now. Sorry, guys. There's no room for chairs <laughs> has, in my house no. anymore. We baseball cards for a <laughs> few minutes. 87
1: Fleer, right? <laughs> all right.
2: Oh, but this is a good segue. I yeah. love I love calling out the segues without doing them. <laughs> hey, guys, That's this right. is a good segue. Transition.
1: Transition. Well, we
2: could do the firsts now because of the, the baseball right. card kind of a sure. thing. Sure. So every episode, Uh we do a thing where we do our firsts, like our pops. And it can be first concert you ever went to, first R-rated movie, anything. This question is the first... It's a little bit of a clunky question because I'm behind it. You can always sniff me out of these podcasts.
0: Clunk away, Vanessa. (laughs) Here we
2: go. Um, The first niche group you are a part of, like the first time you were part of a little side group i think there's a better word for that wow Does so that would that be, be like,
3: eight-year-olds playing with puppets it could be that's probably be my drama. first
2: wait was it really into puppets though like how into puppets uh, were you
3: i did marionette shows for the neighborhood I and that's think, why i turned I into you an you old win. not hot lesbian <laughs> face that's probably the first well, niche group i was in
2: marionette club yeah Pretty much. I would like to hear more about
3: that. I wasn't a club. No.
2: Just me and my oh, dolls. Oh,
3: yeah. No, I truly did think at one time that one of them was alive. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay.
3: That's not a lie.
2: Um, yeah. So sad.
3: Like the public. Really, magic. really sad. Pretty much, yeah.
2: I <laughs> guess much. that works. I was thinking yeah. more like, oh, I was in. Like
3: what else? I, I was Jesus and Godspell in high school. I went to a school with 5,000 kids, so there's not many people that have played Jesus and Godspell, and even less that got standing ovations every but, and night. J-
2: whoa, nice. whoa. So so that's a foul. pretty cool niche Eat to be that, in. Eat that, Internet haters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: So everyone who's played Jesus and Godspell, we're in a niche. We're a niche interest yeah. group. But that was not my first. But the Jesus first did have a young lesbian face, so it worked <laughs> out. Well, at least one of them in, in LaGrange, Illinois, did. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, that gosh. That was fun. Woo! <laughs> 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 uh, yeah.
2: I don't know if I have an inch group. So I think... I made I made up the question. I didn't even you have an You don't even answer. know if you have well, one? Well, no. I was thinking... Like, you know, people that are like, oh, I was in Rocky Horror. Like, that was my thing. And there was a whole... Like, it's like fringe groups of you people. You've had
1: something. You're in a drama club or something. I was, like yeah,
2: that. I would say that theater was the thing that was like... That was the first kind of little side group that I started defining myself with like these people and like we like the same stuff uh-huh. so i'd say yeah community theater probably yeah probably was for the start me too that. Oh, yeah the first time i was like oh i have a group because i wasn't in like a group in school
1: uh-huh.
2: just a friendly person
1: See, yeah just i took so like I, I did a lot of community theater too but i think for me it was it was honestly it was improv because mm-hmm. uh, i took a class when i was like 12 and I like was like, oh, this is the best thing in the history of the world. Uh, up at Sacramento Regional Theater Alliance, that Buck Busfield taught, Timothy Busfield's brother, cool. and he started a, like a little side group with some of the students that he thought were really sharp and really good at improv. So I got
2: put Let in. Let me guess, Cole got put in. I it. got put in it. <laughs> Not um, to brag. <laughs> and then we would do
1: these shows at like this mall in Sacramento. Like on Saturdays, it'd be like just short form game stuff. But like was I was just hooked from that point on. And then I always like. In my drama classes in high school and junior high stuff like that, none of those teachers had any improv experience, but they wanted to bring improv in, and they knew that I did it, so I would like teach the games to the other students and that kind of stuff. And then did groups in high school and college, and just I've always done it. So like I think that that's would your be, thing. It's what I like to do the most. It's the most fun.
3: When that's I first fun. moved out here, like I I went to Northwestern and then I went to UCLA, you know, for grad school and a group of Northwestern people decided, we're going to do an improv thing every Saturday, and it sounded so cool. Yeah. Except it was one of those things where other students, you know, they are now graduated, but... We're running it, sort of, oh. and it was the worst experience ever, and it made me not <laughs> want to do improv, I think, for five years. Really? I, because it was such a bad experience for me. And then finally getting to something where somebody actually gave good notes and knew what they were talking about. Like, these were people that thought they knew what they were talking about but didn't and were just mean. Mm.
2: And that's bad when, like, yeah. the group yeah. is running itself. Oh, it, yeah. no, like, helper, like, one objective person. Right. It's more of this weird it club. It was weird. Yeah. That
3: was a bad club, and I did not
1: like
2: it. <laughs> that was a no marionette club. Bad
1: <laughs> okay. Northwestern <What>? improv awful. <laughs> whole group <laughs> i had done short form for like ever like just uh-huh. came up for short form like didn't know that there was anything else and then i think I then i got into long form like when i first moved to la like seven years ago or whatever yeah. and then i was just like oh this is totally different muscle and i like it so now it's like it feels to me like there's this kind of war between people that do long form, and people that do short form. That they kind of discount each other. Like people that do short form will say that, like, oh, well, long form you just have forever to figure it well, out. But something it's like, that. And, that
3: is like and honestly, I, when I hear those kind of things, it's like, oh, come on.
1: Yeah, really, exactly. Honestly? It's really
2: stupid. <laughs> it's, it's so seriously?
1: stupid. It's the dumbest thing. It's like it's just a different yeah. form of improv. It's the same. But even
2: that, it's like, it's like oh, the stand-ups are hating on the improv people, right. or vice versa. It's or the different
3: just, improv groups, because yeah. there's several of them yeah. in L.A., and yep. it's like, oh, this one... This
2: school doesn't teach that. Yeah,
3: or this one does this and that. And you're like, geez, the whole idea of any of this stuff is to get work.
2: Yeah, get yeah. work so, and have like, fun. Have fun and, and find work. your group. Yeah. How did you get into improv here after the bad bad I, I, experience um
3: somebody took a class and said they, they they liked it and i was primarily doing writing at the mm-hmm. time and it's improv is such a great tool for writing yeah and I thought, oh, i'll great. take some classes and and then i really enjoyed and it you and started at going. groundlings and, yeah yeah
2: mm-hmm. boom boom and
3: i grew up watching second city in chicago so
2: yeah
3: um which was really cool too that was awesome. that was
1: that thursday show the cooking with gas show or yeah the, yeah, yeah i can't remember i think i went and saw that as well yeah they time. do long form on wednesdays over at the mm-hmm. groundlings and then Sort of short form for part of the
3: time on Thursdays, and then the second half is a long form thing. So it's it's I don't just
2: know. it's such a good thing to do out here. Like to know yeah. that you're going somewhere, you're going to do it. No one can tell you not to. Like it's something you have in your power, which I think, especially in LA, it can be really frustrating. Like you're always up against yeah. trying to get something or trying to do it. But it's nice to have like 30 minutes of time. Where any any place in
3: like with entertainment where you can find your little family yeah. is so yeah. great because you know. You just need to,
2: yeah, you know. Woof. I think. I think so too. Yeah.
1: Agreed. Yeah, they always say that the the first year in L.A. is always the hardest because you just don't. You got to figure out where your people are. Yeah. Because it's all spread out and it's mm-hmm. so massive and like there's a lot of awfulness here too. Yeah. But if you figure out where your people are, where your niche is, then then you're then you're good. Then you yeah. I, I hated L.A. when I moved here. Ooh, I hated
2: me too. It. I cried so much.
1: Yeah, I lived on like Hollywood Boulevard in Western. You know.
2: Oof. Yeah.
3: And. At that time, like, the metro wasn't even there, so it was, like, a lot of porn shops, and Ugh. I didn't have a parking space, so I'd, like, literally run to my apartment, you know? Oh, my It was nasty. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's a really hard adjustment. And then I think also adjusting to the idea that, oh, I'm going to be here a while. Like, that's a fun part of it, too. It's not like, oh, well, this isn't just a blip. Like, if I mm-hmm. want to get anything done, I'm going to be here. But then you start meeting people and...
1: Yeah, it's hard. The first year, too, it was like I had my own bedroom in Santa Monica, but like I had, a sh- I worked at Borders five days a week, but only for four hours from like f- f- 5 a.m. to like 9 a.m. doing the inventory stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like the worst thing. It's like you're working a part time job because you're only getting four hours per shift, but you're still working five days and you're getting up incredibly mm-hmm. early. Yeah. Uh, it was the worst.
2: But now everyone's so much happier, right?
1: That's
2: right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right uh, on live
1: Before we get to our questions uh, I thought we already started our questions Well, we started the firsts Wow um, I just happened? want to point out that uh, One of my favorite actors passed away yesterday And that's uh, James Gammon mm-hmm. Who was 70 oh. And uh, yeah, bummed Because I worked with him on Nash Bridges once And just like l- like One of the greatest character act- actors One of the greatest voices in all of the movies Like gravelly like. He's the, the manager of Major League And um, bajillion westerns and other things oh, That's so cool yeah. Not that he died. <laughs> that he was a good actor and you liked him. <laughs> he was a cool guy. Like you know yeah. bum that he passed. Those are
2: the cool parts. Yeah, yeah that's too bad.
1: But I was really wanted to drag the podcast down to a sad yeah. Yeah. summer. Oh no, I
2: feel good. Mm-hmm. We should talk about other people. We're that gonna
1: are do like gone but not forgotten. This
2: <laughs> 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 is the okay, in segment go. of yeah. the podcast. And this is a good place to talk really close to the microphone that's when you talk sorry. about oh. sad stuff. <laughs> just for tips. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'll remember that next time we're talking about
3: how I played with yeah. puppets when Oh
2: I yeah. was <laughs> oh. <laughs> or your core audience. <laughs> <laughs> My
1: core audience. <laughs> oh man! Yep. All right, we'll do the questions. Go, boy! I thought sound? we already did the questions. That's we one of the first. Oh. All right. Now I'm, these are quizzes. I'm going to ask you five. Well, as dumb as a rock. So <laughs> this
2: will be. It's mostly <laughs> chemistry yes. Yeah.
1: So, uh, okay. Dog is to chisel <laughs> as kitten is to blank. Whip. <laughs> that, uh, correct correct. Yep. Uh, all right so this I'm going to ask you five just kind of nitpicky questions about some of your projects that you've worked on. I'll all give right. you clues if you can't think. You actually them. already answered one oh, of them I like so you're going to get that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Here we go.
2: And then I ask you really hard questions. I don't know if I'll know it.
1: You I think you'll, you already knew one of I'll, them. I've blacked
3: so. out like for several years of my life <laughs> <laughs> when the turtle man came out. The turtle man collects ceramic turtles. And then gives me the bills.
2: What are you talking about? That sounds so terrifying. Is that that doll? That, you, that living doll?
3: No, I'm just saying. Who's anyway, man? My, that's my multiple personality. Just Pops out for like three years. And then I have $20,000 worth of turtles I didn't know I bought. That's so, a good guy to be, though. Somebody yeah. has to be the turtle man. So, yeah, you know? that's, that, that explains some of the really crappy TV movies I
1: wrote, which you can look up on IMDb, but we're not talking about them. We're not about talking yeah, about the, I, I'm asking you about good stuff, so there you go. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, you played Councilman Steve Stark in Christopher Guest's yes. masterpiece, Waiting for Guffman. Uh-huh. Stark, after gushing about Corky at the performance of Red, White, and Blaine, mm-hmm. says that he is glad that Johnny Savage dropped out of the show. Yes. Why? Why?
3: Uh, because he's no good, and he stole the stamp machine. He stole mm-hmm. the stamp machine, and you know that's sure. because of in real life. That's that, that's talk about improv. I worked in a drugstore growing up, uh, in high school. And when I was on duty, the stamp machine got stolen. <laughs> and they uh, and the boss was like, How did you how in the world could someone steal a stamp machine and you not see it? And I was like, I don't know. And the I, turtle and man
2: he, was turtle here. man <laughs> apparently made his
3: first visit during that time. And and Mr. Stang, his name was Mr. Stang, didn't fire me. So Whoa. anyway, so that stuck in my mind that yeah. And I also burned we also had the, the drug mobile where we delivered like, you know, you know, the drugs to yeah. all it's the old burning. ladies. And I, I set it on fire, the uh, <laughs> seat on fire, because we had this like searchlight thing that didn't turn off right. And um, yeah, so I. And he kept me on for that <laughs> too. I was a horrible employee, but yes, yeah, so <laughs> I do know the answer to that, that question, because it happened to me in
1: real life.
2: It's my life here. Yeah. It's not just something else we're talking
1: mm-hmm. about. So you are one for one. Yeah, mm-hmm. one there for you one. Here's your question Shh. two. You played Hamilton Swan in the yes. canon comedy Best in Show. Mm-hmm. You met his wife Meg, played by Parker Posey, at a mm-hmm. Starbucks. What was he drinking that she found so sexy?
3: That would be
1: a chai tea latte uh, with soy. That's what you are now because now, now you're lactose intolerant. Oh.
2: But at the time that but she saw you. But at the saw, time it used... was
1: something else? Yeah. Oof.
2: I can't even give a good clue.
1: I don't remember. Uh, I'll tell you. It's grande espresso. Oh.
2: Which <laughs> thought was very sexy. But I can't believe that you remember the really complicated. Well, because that's (laughs) the the really complicated is what
1: I would drink if I went to Starbucks. Uh
2: There you go. That's what I like. Real life again. Of real life. There you You go.
3: Let that be a lesson to you,
1: improv people.
2: Use what you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And grip funny funny movie, best in show. Oh, so fun to do. So good. here's a little tidbit about
3: that, which most people don't know. Um, Our relation, Parker, and my relationship in that movie, Hamilton, makes Swan was a little it was tense Mm -hmm. and and part part of what you didn't see because it had to get cut out was that her character smoked a lot of pot. And so like before the, before the dog show and everything, she was up in the hotel room, supposedly smoking pot and all the pot references and pot scenes had to be cut out to have it be the rating it had.
2: Oh my gosh.
3: So yeah.
2: And you cannot like that is, I've got to rewatch it now. That's so funny. Yeah.
3: So it'd be like before we're doing the party, please don't smoke pot before. (laughs) So, yeah.
2: Oh my gosh.
3: She's so great. I love Parker. She's yeah. amazing. So funny. So good. So oh awesome. my gosh.
2: Cool. All you right, question three. Fun to have her. the best.
3: She doesn't live in the town, which is too bad because she's so much fun to hang out with. I
2: have to I go, go to a road run. trip.
3: I
1: have to go to New road York.
2: Trip. New York City. All
1: right, question three. You play Dr. Matthias in the big screen version of Firefly Serenity. Mm-hmm. He's quickly dispatched by the sword of Chiwetel EGO4, <laughs> whose character goes by what name? The operative. You Whoa,
2: go. you nailed that. Oh, yeah. That's what's up.
1: That must have been rad. I mean, I'll buy a brief part of the Whedon universe yeah, was on the fun. movie. We had a great time.
3: Although I did get jock when we had to do this,
2: <laughs>
3: I died by sword and they had me on a on a wire, All right. with a thing underneath, and it kept pulling up on my crotch and gave me a really bad rash. I'm Dude. so sorry
2: to hear that. Yeah,
3: it went <laughs> away. I mean, you know, we had a nice little mini reunion like a week ago. Oh uh, really? Nathan Fillion had a little barbecue. And wow. Josh Sweden was there, and you know Alan Tudyk
1: and Oh uh, my God it gosh. was fun. We had a great time. People across Adam Baldwin, the
2: world are like. Geeking out right now. Fun. Like they hang out in real life. Yeah.
1: Nathan's so cool. He's oh, great. really cool guy. Really yeah. friendly and nice and awesome. Mm-hmm. He actually came to, a, he's friends with a friend of mine. And he came to a couple of our improv shows. I think all Canadians friends. are nice. I don't know. Yeah, who I is, think so, so. Yeah. Really. They just are. Really. They're
2: told to be friendly. They're less scared than us.
3: I don't think I've ever met a mean Canadian.
2: I haven't. I can't think of
1: one. Uh, Dudley do right when he was off his meds. He's yeah. mm-hmm. pretty much of terror but otherwise i've met some
2: aggressively perky canadians that's the only that the closest to mean is how happy Hmm. but yeah actually
1: i was up in vancouver doing their comedy festival last september and um we were there for maybe five minutes we get in the elevator and i guess pearl jam was in town that night wow and uh so all these people come out from like the boonies like outside of of vancouver to come out for this thing and we're just we're sitting in the elevator going up and these two kids are like so excited that they're seeing pearl jam that they turned us in the elevator and they go, Pearl Jam, eh? Right? Pearl Jam? <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, are they here? Oh, yeah, they're here. Oh, big show, big show. And we're like, oh, that's great. Yeah, we, we were actually here for a comedy thing. We can't go. Oh, it's too bad. Too bad. And so then the door opens and this old couple gets inside and it closes again and they just wait 30 seconds and they go, Pearl Jam, eh? Oh. <laughs> and they're like, oh, is that, was that who's here then? Oh, oh, Pearl Jam. Okay, okay. Not familiar, but okay. It was just like the cutest little thing. <laughs> yeah. And we're so excited about their Pearl Jam. That's so cool. Our um, right, question four. You already know the answer to, but we're oh. going to bust it out anyways. Dalton Rumba, Glee, what uh, does he teach at? Averbook School for the Deaf. There you oh, go. you
2: already nailed busted it. Busted that out. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I pay attention when I'm doing parts most there you of the go. time. You'd be surprised if when the people... The Turtle
2: Man's not yeah. <laughs> here I am. Man, man, Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, the Turtle Man was a writer and producer on the Fox late night sketch series Mad TV. I did black out those years.
0: So.
1: <laughs> uh, of the incredible cast of performers, only four have appeared in 150 episodes or more. Name mm-hmm. them. Only four have? Yep. Well, Michael McDonald
3: definitely. Yeah, yeah. he's the most. 239. Um, probably Deborah Wilson. 196,
1: yep. <sighs> After her, Mo Collins? Yeah. She's 150. And there's one more? One more. And he actually did 198. Harry Spears. Harry Spears. Whoa, there it is.
2: Great job.
1: Yeah.
2: You well really done. underestimated yourself on these. I
1: did. I slayed these questions. Boy, oh boy.
2: Now I ask my questions. Yeah. They're really hard. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you tough. ever met an Olsen twin?
1: No, I wish I would have. That'd be Me cool. Me too. Gosh. Yeah. I keep
2: fishing. Nobody has. Yeah, she asks that question one.
1: every every episode.
2: Yeah, and I've never gotten lucky, but I found out last week Take, I saw Karen Maruyama. Yeah. From groundlings uh-huh. and I asked her just on just the street. Of the blue. Yeah, and she was like, actually, she did because she worked on an episode of Full House and she said they were stupid when they were kids.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, really? No. Yeah.
2: She was like, it was horrible. She, she said they didn't know any of their lines. They were so stupid. She's like, there had to be a person hiding behind the furniture to feed them their lines. But even the other kids, like at birthday parties, the other kids knew, had to know all their lines, but the, there would oh, be little no. pauses before the Olsen would have to say her lines. And then they would just edit and it And they out. only had
3: to learn like half of them, too, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, they had the yeah, power exactly. of two. Yeah. Swap it out.
2: Oof. Well, okay. Next. Well, no, that would be
3: fun. They've kind of been in hiding recently. You don't really hear much I'm
2: Just doing fashion lately. <laughs> well, good for them. You
1: only hear about them every week on the podcast. Yeah, meetings, I like so. to talk about them. I'm really into them. You're keeping their, uh, uh, keeping their Q score keeping up. Keeping their
2: fan page That's alive. Right. Uh, free airfare forever or one trip into outer space with your favorite pop star?
3: Free airfare forever.
2: You're a sensible man.
3: Yeah. I don't think I'd want to be in outer space. I think it would scare me. I don't you don't know. want to go I to the with Shakira? I mean, <laughs> not really. <laughs> My favorite pop star? <laughs> I'd much rather travel to Hawaii. That sounds so much more fun. You but don't I, have a sense of it adventure. It would be fun to go and I, I do have a sense of adventure, but not much of one.
2: <laughs> Just a little, a little bit.
3: tiny. I'd like to keep it small.
2: I guess you could still invite a pop star to Hawaii if you want to. Yeah, but you're guaranteed a pop star on the space trip, which I thought was a big boon. But apparently, that why would that be? Why would that be a good
1: thing? You got to spend time in space. I don't think you're gonna have that many great conversations with like. Keisha yeah. or something, you know?
2: Oh, so we just learned a little something Kesha. about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you'd almost
3: want to invite, like, Lance Bass because he wanted to go down He yeah. to go so bad. Yeah. At least then he'd get to do it.
2: <laughs> you could be he like, could go Come on on. My,
3: my dime. I don't know if I'd have <laughs> anything to talk about after a while, but still. Thought
2: you'd like this, Lance, yeah. I don't know.
3: Doing this for you, Lance. You better appreciate
2: it. Okay, McDonald's <laughs> has asked you to create a signature, signature sandwich. Ooh. Tell me about it.
3: <laughs> hmm. Boy, I eat at McDonald's a lot, too.
2: This is all you.
3: Boy, a signature sandwich. Mm-hmm.
2: Like the Mc whatever you want it to be.
3: McHitchcock. Hitchcock.
2: Everything they have there is so
3: good. I don't know why. I don't know <laughs> if it can be approved upon. How can you improve upon the McRib? Okay, That's well, why so don't delicious. you just take it over for a week? <laughs> it's
2: now the McHitchcock, Hitchcock, but it's the exact McRib sandwich. It's
3: the exact one. <laughs> you can't change it. It's been the same thing since the 50s. Um, I, maybe a hot dog.
2: Oh. Yeah,
3: I like hot dogs. What but would, they'd have to be any grilled. Any toppings? I like onions. That's it. So okay. it would only be onions because everyone <laughs> would have to abide by my rules. <laughs> I like yeah, it. A grilled hot dog with onions—that's really boring. But that's what I get up. I go to schnitzel
2: There you go. Yeah. Now let's bring some of that competition yeah. to McDonald's. Yeah.
3: I would say just lay out the mayonnaise, McDonald's. Too
1: much Mc...
2: mayonnaise. Ouch. I agree. I know.
1: I'm getting a little mad about that. Though, yeah. When I think about it. Whenever my mom goes, like she I says it I'm over Parisian and over. That way, but I kind of, I it. Parisians like, like mayonnaise. They love mayonnaise. They dip That their is very in Parisian. It. When I think of McDonald's, <laughs> Parisian is the first word I guess I'm a bit Parisian about my. They are crazy about their mayhem.
2: Weird. They're so thin. Okay, you get put at the helm of a very exciting project, mm. Troll 4. Ooh. What's your vision?
3: I Well, hire complete non-actors. Okay. Number one, you got to get those costumes back. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a whole scene where um, somebody, I guess, dies by popcorn explosion or something like that. So you'd have to improve upon that. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly maybe Caramel Corn this time
2: oh yeah yes. it's,
3: it's really good so and, there, and the woman intense. who played the witch mm-hmm. I would not put her in it because I didn't care for her performance oh whoa
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think we got another hit yeah. for your over 40 Yeah, and I'm Dan's sorry lady friends. who played the witch but
1: <laughs> she's listening to this podcast she yeah. just googled like troll yeah. 2 she's, she's gonna write lesbian, lesbian face <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've got
3: another lesbian face coming my way oh boy
2: okay this is your last one Yeah, it is the most d- difficult okay A wizard appears and offers you one of two disfigurements. You can either... Oh, no. Your neck can either play host to an oozing goiter. Oozing goiter. I'm so excited about this. This is going really well. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have to side over. A wizard appears and offers you one of two disfigurements. Which
1: you can't decline.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You You can't decline. That's what I would do. I would just (laughs) decline them. No, thank you. Hey, not this wizard. Your neck can either play host to a gently oozing goiter Mm -hmm. or... You can have no neck.
3: Well, I already have no chin. I think I'd I still disagree. have a neck. I think I'd still have a neck. Cause You'd rather have? I think goiter. I'd have the oozing goiter. and Whoa. I could wear a turtleneck or something. You know.
2: You can't wear a turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> that what? Now you're,
1: telling, now you're changing the rules. Wizard. The, the, wizard the wizard has banished all turtlenecks from the land.
2: <laughs> the wizard has sent the hmm. turtlenecks and. And
1: the wizard the is played by the woman who played the witch in the <laughs> troll movies. Ooh, wow! So
2: white so uh, oh, person. Sorry. I mean, you can still make your choice. I'm just saying you can't cover it up or else then it wouldn't be a hard decision.
3: <laughs> well, then I guess I'd have to go with no neck. Me too. Wow.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. Nobody
3: wants an oozing goiter. <laughs> right?
2: No, know. unless you can put a turtleneck on it. Then it's not so bad. Yeah. I found out my great-grandma had a goiter. She got it cut off. Anyway. So, this was a good one. Was
1: that in the family <laughs> newsletter last month? It was a part of a Christmas I
2: have card. I have thyroid problems and my mom was like, "Well, you know what happened to Granny?" And I was like, "No." And she was like, "You saw that scar in her neck, but her neck was really wrinkled and I never saw a scar and she had had a goiter cut out of it." Eee. So, I came by it honest. I don't have a goiter though.
3: Smooth. So far.
2: Yeah. Hey, that was very negative. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to make a comment on a thread when you yeah, leave. I know.
3: <laughs> You could end up with a really bad staph infection from the gym or something. Ew. I knew somebody that got one that they had to go to the hospital and they had to cut it out. And yeah. ugh,
2: it was yeah. Staph infections are so yeah.
1: bad. Not good. Yuck. I'm good, you might say.
2: Well, this was a good one. This is the end. <laughs>
1: Well, we like to finish our podcast wow. with, like, with an oozing, oozing goiter talk. That's nice. That's what we want people to take away from this.
3: Aye,
2: aye, aye. What they really should take away is that you're doing so many great things right now. Do you have any um, projects coming up you want to talk about or Doing Bridesmaids. To We're going to do Bridesmaids oh, so in a couple weeks.
3: Um, yeah, with Kristen Wiig. And uh, it should be really fun. I'm going to play her boss.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah. It should
3: be fun. Have you it's guys a very worked together, together before? I know Kristen through the Groundlings. Yeah. I knew her there. So, Oh, um, great. Yeah. So... And she's such a great person and uh, so funny. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Be fun.
2: I can't wait. Yeah, I'm me really too. excited about that. It turns out good. Mm hmm
1: well, thanks so much for coming thank on. Thank you for
3: having yeah, me, and thank appreciate. you for the bowl of snacks.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, That's and I'd like course. to say Charlie St. Cloud comes out the thirtieth of July, starring Zach Efron. So let's all get our butts to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: got absolutely no attachment to the movie other than the fact that Zach Efron's in it. Wow. She just likes and she to, play, and
2: he
3: plays baseball with his ghost
1: brother in right? the woods. Yeah. Finally, we yeah. have the movie a shirt
2: with like. It shows off his. And he has
3: to, and then he has to like choose between the his new love girl. who's sailing away and yep. lost or something, mm-hmm. right? You get it. And then, or playing
1: baseball. I've with been his trying dad to brother.
2: explain this to Cole forever. <laughs> Vanessa,
1: <laughs> we're going to be two studio chiefs. I want you to pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: give
1: it, what do you got for Zach Efron? <laughs> uh,
2: Some with a ghost brother. <laughs> uh,
3: will there be baseball?
2: He'll play baseball and fall in love with a sailor.
3: What about peanut butter? Is there (laughs) any peanut butter? Okay,
2: wait. I've got an older project. (laughs) (laughs) If I can mesh these two together and put it in 3D.
3: And his hair grows and his dead brother cuts it off and sells it for <laughs> magic paintbrushes.
2: And then the turtle man comes along. <laughs> and with sells the talking them pink dogs. karate geese. <laughs> oh,
3: man. That's when everybody
1: just turned off the podcast. <laughs> yeah.
2: No. The turtle whoa, man was whoa. Like,
3: No.
1: <laughs> well, enough. thank you. Thanks very much thank for being you for here. Thank for having it me. It's a pleasure to have you. Oh, thanks. Thanks uh, for coming. Follow the podcast at PMC Podcast on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. And please leave us some comments. Let us know yeah. what you think. Bye. But don't call me a lesbian face. <laughs> yes, please don't do that. <laughs>
2: Thanks for listening, everybody. Okay. <laughs> Bye.
1: Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.